I should just sing. <laughs> no. And nobody. <laughs> no, really. In all Brendan, the villa. I'm not joking. Please. <laughs> no Islander that there is or was. Okay. Okay. At least you made it about Love Island a little bit. I is ever going to vote for you? <laughs> um, hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. I'm Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we are finishing up season 10 of Love Island UK. We're going to be talking about the final dates, uh, sports week, and the finale mm-hmm. of season 10. Uh, I've, something that's a little bit different about this is that our first few episodes here, Brendan has not watched. Yeah, I had a bit of a, <laughs> an eventful weekend and Monday. Mm-hmm. So as you guys know, I was at a bachelor party this weekend, so I didn't watch anything. Mm-hmm. And my plan was to catch up today. After I got home from work, uh, <laughs> and I came home to no power. So I came over here, I showered, and here we are. So I will be painting him a picture of these last few episodes. Yeah, so, so for all of those, uh, all of you who have fell off the show but still listen to our show, I'm in the boat with you. Yeah, he's just like you guys. Yeah. He's just like you. So, are we ready to jump into it? Do we have anything else to say? Well, let's just thank the people who joined us in our live. Yeah, yeah. So, we went live. Uh, for so our you first guys, time. Yeah, for our first time ever on Instagram at uh, Not Friendship Island Pod. So, if you're not following us, you should go over there and follow us. And uh, we just kind of streamed our reaction to watching it. And it was really cool because some of the people watching had already seen. Some and of the people had hadn't. not. So it was like really fun. It was just like a fun vibe. We were talking about our theories. Mm-hmm. We were talking about who we wanted to win. Just like overall thoughts on the show and the contestants. It was a lot of fun. So thank you guys so much mm-hmm. for uh, joining us for that. And hopefully we do more in the future. I think we're gonna because I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I hope you guys had a lot of fun watching it. Isaac, thank you so much. You're the dog. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you guys so much. Okay, now let's talk. Now Love let's Island. get into it. So the first episode we're talking about is episode 52, and this opens right after the Grafties. And so this is before the final dates. So this was some drama that you actually missed because the final dates are not always like the most interesting episodes. But So this starts with Abby wants to talk to Scott right away, and he's not ready to chat after the Grafties. So they all separate. He's like, no, I want to go speak to the boys. Tyreek continues to have a big problem with Lockin. I don't know if you recall at the Grafties where he was like yeah. yelling at him for having talked to his partner. Um, and then Ty, Scott, and Sammy also talk about Mitch and his ridiculous attitude towards everyone at the Grafties, um, including Abby, and just like how rude he was being. And then we see Ty and Lockin chat. 
And Ty says that the clip of Locken telling Whitney what another boy said rubbed him the wrong way. And Locken tells him that Mitch had already said that to some of the girls anyway, anyways. And he's like, listen, I know you didn't know that, but I'm telling you that like, it wasn't just me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Tyreek says that he wants to apologize to Whitney as well, because he shouldn't have spoken to her like that. Um, But Whitney has a problem, which we have noticed, Mm -hmm. um, which with like taking other people's opinions, although she is like very comfortable giving. Yeah. I, I said this when we were watching the sports uh, week or sports day, but mm-hmm. I felt this for a while. I feel like one too many people said, like, you give really good advice. Yeah. Uh, including me. I've said it before. <laughs> she didn't hear you, luckily. but No, but uh, she just kind of gives – sometimes she gives bad advice, and sometimes she gives advice when no one wants it. Yeah, when nobody asks. She's still – Number one in my heart. Absolutely. But, but, you know, she's a human being who is flawed like absolutely. the rest of us. Um, but this chat between Tyreek and Locken ends on a good note. So they are back to being bros. And then Tyreek tries to pull Whitney and she says no. She says she does not want to speak with disrespectful men and that she needs some space. Uh, and I wrote, I like Whitney so, so, so much. But she really is absolute first to talk about somebody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Tyreek tells her, like, listen, I don't want to drag this whole issue into tomorrow. So can, we, so can we please at least chat about this tonight? And she says yes. Uh, but I think at this point, Whitney needs it to be on her terms. Okay. You understand. I totally understand. <laughs> and then we see Mitch and Scott chat. And Scott says right away that he is not going to apologize for calling Mitch a knobhead. As he shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, which I think is totally fine. And Mitch says that he was just taking the piss a bit. And he's like, don't call me a knobhead. It's embarrassing. For who? (laughs) I guess for him. Wow. Embarrassing. You call me a knobhead? (laughs) And Scott's like, okay, well, you were embarrassing other people. Namely, Abby. With the way he was, like, trying to call her out. Mm -hmm. And, like... Listen, it's Love Island, and you can, like, call people out, but, like, it's just in bad taste to, like, do it with, like, somebody who you were coupled with. Like, it yeah, just makes a- you look mean. Yeah, it makes you look, dare I say, like a knobhead. <laughs> it makes you look messy. Um, And he tells Scott to not call him names, and it's not necessary. And he says he does not respect the way Scott is going about things with Abby and that he needs to be honest with his feelings. Is it weird or is it weird to be talking about Scott and Abby still? Because it feels weird. It was weird <laughs> when it started. <laughs> but, like, I feel like I'm so elevated past them at this point. Yeah, you've levitated I've away levitated. from them? Yeah, but... In that case, it actually kind of works, unlike when George said it. Um, And Scott says that he has not led her on, speaking about Abby, and that he's told her every single thought he's had along the way in regards to when he wanted to slow it down, when he says he didn't want to force things. And he says, just because I don't sell people a dream does not mean I'm leading them on. And he repeats again, he is not willing to take back calling him a knobhead. I don't know why he would. <laughs> because Mitch is asking him to. <laughs> Please. Kind of. Honestly. <laughs> and then we see Whitney and Tyreek speak. And uh, in Tyreek's defense, he, 
I think he goes about this as well as he could with Whitney when Whitney feels like she's been disrespected. Right. And Tyreek says that he 100% respects her and that he was speaking to her disrespectfully and he apologizes. So I think he's, you know, he's taking accountability. He's like saying, I said this and it was wrong and I shouldn't speak to you like this because you're my friend and I respect you. And Whitney says, well, I don't know. Is it just like a blip and this was like a heated chat or is this just your character? Um, well it's kind of his character to be fair it's kind of his character (laughs) but when Whitney is spurned she says really mean stuff Yes, so she was going for the jugular I bet and I can't even say anything because I kind of lash out when I'm feeling disrespected or or something like that well fuck you then yeah fuck you too damn that was mean I just I just repeated what you said. I know. I was hoping. I you, thought about saying something mean, but I was, I was like, hoping on the podcast? you would. I was hoping you would. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> well, you don't want to go full mask off on the pod. No, not really. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I go do. Go on. Farts. <laughs> Anyways, she <laughs> accepts his apology, uh, but she makes sure to have him really kind of work for it. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then at bedtime, Mitch and Scott say that they do love each other and they are still bros. And Ella B tells Mitch in bed that after seeing the clip of him flipping on her in the grafties, that it hurts a bit because now she has feelings for him. I'm like, mm, okay, girl. <laughs> and uh, Lockin asks Whitney how the chat was with Ty. And she says it's squashed, but they are not going to be BFFs. Y'all were performing together in the talent show like a second ago. Mm-hmm one thing that's all it takes for her it really does she's she's a bridge burner yeah quite um and in the morning scott brings abby tea which it wasn't coffee he says he can't make coffee and he is not willing to learn i feel Uh, like that's just (laughs) him being obstinate no (laughs) where he said i'm not gonna bring you coffee i'll bring you tea though (laughs) like he's like it's him still trying to maintain some air of yeah. We said we'll meet in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of true. <laughs> um, and Scott is telling the boys in his chat that he thinks he's coming to the end of his exploring things and that he may have to make the choice today to keep it as just friends. Mm. Which, my God, we've been waiting for no. Yeah. Everyone has been waiting for it. <laughs> and Mitch is chatting with Sammy and Zachariah and just continuing to bitch about Scott and Abby and saying Scott needs to act his age and make his choice and it's been a minute since we've heard mitch call other people out for their age uh, and sammy tells him okay we'll think I'm about this older. i'm a lot wiser <laughs> who did he say that to molly <laughs> oh my god he's such a fucking piss when molly's baby. like i think we should be friends and he's like no i'm older than you i'm smarter than you you love me <laughs> yeah but then he met zach yeah and then he got it <laughs> Then he understood why Molly left him. Sammy tells him, think about this from Ella B's side. You care so much about this girl you used to be coupled up with and what is going on with her. Um, That's going to make her wonder why the fuck you care so much. Mm -hmm. Which is like, you know, sage advice from somebody like Sammy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Next, we see Sammy chat to Ella B, which was kind of weird because like. Have we ever seen that? I don't know that we've ever seen them have like a one-on-one chat, but I mean, we do see through this, through this last week a little bit more, Sammy and Jess kind of playing the role of like the person giving advice at this point. 
So, I mean, that just kind of is what it is. Uh, but he brings up how often things are kicking up between Mitch and Abby and they both wonder if he is going to just kind of be able to drop things. And Ella B says that she did know what Mitch said about her in terms of like the clip from the grafties, but it was different to see it being said and like, especially the way he did it. Yeah. Um, and she says that the whole Abby Mitch Scott situation is just dragging at this point. And girl, you have no fucking clue. <laughs> and next we see the Abby and Scott chat that we have been waiting for. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. Or how do you feel that it's come? And you haven't even seen it. Let me guess. She's going to be smiling and saying, like, it's fine. I knew it the whole time. Um, in her the way that she does that you know it's let me get into it because part of it is a little bit weird okay um but abby brings up that last night uh scott says he wanted to give it a go he cuddled her in bed and he's like but i did not kiss you (laughs) she's like uh okay (laughs) she's like but how long have you felt this and at this point this is how the conversation starts so i was like at first, I was like, is she trying to trick him again into being the one to break it off? Right. Uh, because, I mean, hindsight, I didn't realize that that's exactly what was happening here because <laughs> he has been very unwilling to do so. Uh, but Scott says he does not know if he wants to continue down this route. And if he does, he wants to fully commit to it. And he says, if we let this go on any longer, I don't want us to be like you and Mitch or for you to hate me and think that I've led you on. Babes, that that ship has sailed (laughs) there's no way she's not gonna think those things well give it a second here okay right you weren't even there who are you who am i brendan thank you Mm -hmm. she say my name (laughs) heisenberg okay may i continue this is now breaking bad podcast no did you know all the meth was rock candy oh like that was the prop yeah no i didn't know that isn't that fun that is fun. Okay, you can go back. Thank you. <laughs> she says that the next stage is for her to really let herself develop feelings. Um, she's like, but if we end it now, I'm not going to cry about it or anything. And she says, I want to get to know you, but I don't feel that from you. And he says, it's just not there and it has to come naturally. And he's like, I don't want to leave it in limbo. And I think it's better if we leave things as friends. And she says it's cool. And honestly, she looks kind of relieved. They both do. Yeah. I guess it is just closure. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I think it's also like, of course, and she says this later, like, she wants to be in Love Island with a person that she is pursuing things with. Right. But I think she also doesn't want to be a person who sits there forcing something. Who would? I know, but this close to the end, though, I would. (laughs) Well, tell I that to Scott. Would. I mean, she tried. And yep. I mean, but you can't force it if he's not even willing to fake it with you. Mm-hmm. Very true. And he wasn't. And they both go and tell their groups, um, the, the, the people that are around, that they're now in a friendship couple. And Abby is sitting with Molly and Zach, and she's like really trying to dissect it. But like the thing is, there's nothing to dissect. Uh, but I do feel bad because she's like, I don't know what I could have done differently. Like, this is my fault. I don't know, like, what I could, like, how, like, I could be different. And it's like, 
I always feel bad when people look at things that way. It's like, yeah, there's nothing you could have done. You can't, you can't be a different person. Don't I know it? Oh my god, have you tried? <laughs> no, I literally have never tried. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, that sounds exhausting. Molly and Zach have literally no input in this besides Molly comforting her for, at like one point, but. Then it's nighttime, and while getting ready, Abby says that she is not mad at Scott at all, but she does wish that she had somebody. And, you know, now that I know that you haven't seen it, I'm like, I wonder if Brendan would have looked at this differently. He would have been like, she's mad. She's almost crying. You couldn't tell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, luckily for you, (laughs) we'll never know. True. Um, And then we just get a montage of couple chats, plus Abby and Scott. And then Abby gets a text that it's to the fire pit and we find out that the public has been voting for the most compatible couple and those with the least votes are at risk of going home. So our bottom three couples are Alibi and Mitch, Molly and Zach, and Scott and Abby. And I really do believe Scott and Abby might have had the most votes for the least compatible at this point because the Scott fangirls came back out after the grafties. Mm-hmm. They loved what he was serving. When he bit back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the top three couples now have to decide who to dump. And it seems like a very easy choice, but they do gather to deliberate and lock in volunteers to speak for them and they dump Scott and Abby, which in their defense, even though Mitch and Ellaby are no better, it was the best choice because they were now solidified as a friendship couple. So everyone says goodbye to Scott and Abby. They're all very sweet and supportive and uh, we see them both leave. And then Molly gets a text that says that soon everyone is going on their final dates Yay! I know. And on those dates, they will have to vote as a couple for the least compatible couple. Just like last season, which was fun. I feel I can't remember, but I feel like that was a new thing for last season. I don't think they did that in season eight. Do you remember? I don't. I don't remember a single final date from season eight. Not at all. Someone, Whoa, no, I no. Sue and Davide were like in a like an empty like stadium outside and there was a uh, a spanish ballad singer or something oh, i don't remember remember that, it was like I night you. and there was like tiers of like concrete seating like bleachers like and a they coliseum had, yeah but like small <laughs> like something that like you do like shakespeare in the park at hmm, and okay. they had candles all over them and then wow. this specific famous spanish singer i, I don't think? remember that at all but listen, it's bedtime now. and uh, Yes, it is. Good night. <laughs> listen, this is the last bit of drama that we have. So bedtime, Scott and Abby have left. Mitch walks up to Lachan, who, while everyone is getting ready for bed, and he says that Ella B is fake. <laughs> Lachan, as soon as Mitch has gone, then tells Ty uh, as soon as he enters the room. Ty then repeats it. Uh, or Mitch repeats it to Ty as well. And he says that he thinks their thing is not as real as everyone else. And that she's more bothered with everyone else than being there with him. And he calls her fake. And while he's in the middle of calling her fake, Ella B even walks into the room. He kisses her and she walks back away. (laughs) (laughs) It's the messiest of the Mitch moments. Oh, Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. You're so weird. I know. That's the end of that episode. And episode 53 starts. And this is where our dates begin. 
So Ella B gets a text. It is like literally the butt crack of dawn. Like people hear the phone go off and they're like, what the fuck is that? Ella B and Mitch sneak out on their date and everyone falls back asleep. Like to the point where when the other Islanders wake up, Ella is like, did that really happen or was that a dream? (laughs) (laughs) But so Mitch and Ella B arrive on their date and they are at the base of a waterfall with a lagoon and they have a private cellist. Is that how you say it? Celloist? Cellist? Cellist. Yeah. And I don't know if the music that they were playing over the scene was actually him, but if it was, he is lovely. They have some champagne. They talk about their journey, their Was connection. it Yo-Yo Ma? No. No. Fine, then. <laughs> Should have been Yo-Yo Ma. Maybe. They said it was some, like, God, what they... Ian Sterling kept saying something weird about him being like a missing celloist. I don't know. Ignore that. I don't remember that right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they do the thing that they always do on the final dates where they talk about their journey. They talk about their connection. And somebody at this date is seeming a little bit fake. And it's not Ella because Mm. Mitch asks her to be exclusive. (laughs) Buddy. What do you got going on up there, huh? <laughs> um, and she says yes, obviously, because she has no idea what is going on. And then they make their choice for who the least compatible couple is, and they choose Whitney and Locken. And they say because Whitney is so dominant and because they have the least PDA, I guess, of all the couples spec the villa. And then they do a little slow-mo dance and their date is over. Of course, back at the villa, Molly is telling Whitney about what Mitch said about Ella B being fake. And of course, somebody tells Whitney. You know what I mean? Of course. (laughs) And Whitney is obviously shook about it. And they talk about what it's going to be like when Mitch comes back. They're like, are they going to be holding hands? Is he going to have brought this up on the date? And Whitney says that he is messy Mitch and he never comes clean. (laughs) I I don't want to see Mitch coming any, Don't anyhow. stop. Why would you say it like that? Because you said it like that. No, you heard it like that. What do you think he would say? Nope. I were gonna... coming. <laughs> what did you say? I were coming. I He says were instead of was. Were. Oh. <laughs> uh we watch Mel uh Mitch and Ella Mella come back from their date and separate to talk about it. Mitch tells the boys about the date and he tells them that he made it exclusive and the boys just sit there looking absolutely flabbergasted after his uh everything from last night saying that Ella B is fake. So Mitch tells the boys that what he said last night, he was just tripping and he was scared. That sounds like, you know, that's so Mitch. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Um, and Ella B is also telling the girls about the date and that they're exclusive. And then Zach gets a text that him and Molly are next to go on their dates. So they get ready to go and they head out. And then we watch Whitney grab Ella B for a chat. And Locken and Mitch are sitting by the pool. And <laughs> Locken just goes, uh-oh. And Mitch is watching and he goes, do the girls know? Do the girls know? Do the girls know? <laughs> And Locken's like, uh, not for me, just so you know, but Molly knows. And Molly talked to Whitney earlier. <laughs> so uh, Whitney tells her about the information about what Mitch said and that she's a game player. And she's like, and just so you know, um, everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> so Ella B kind of gets up. It's a very short chat between her and Whitney and she grabs Mitch. 
And Mitch has the worst fucking stupid attitude throughout this whole thing. He's just pissed that all this is happening to him. Mm, shades of Victor? Yeah, a little bit. Um, and he says he knows what the conversation is. And he's like, I was going to talk to you. That was I were going to talk to you. Oh, my God. And Ella asks why he said it. And he's like... I just got worried, and I thought that you were too good to be true. Oh, my gosh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Ella says, you know, I came in. I didn't take the easy way out or get to know everyone. I didn't go for Scott. And now everyone knows what you said, and she starts to cry. And she's like, my feelings are genuine. And she is crying, and Mitch is not touching her. He's not looking at her. He's just saying that he can't help being scared. And then we get six seconds of Mitch just chewing on his fingertip. And six seconds doesn't sound like much. But Did it's you count? actually a long time. Six seconds is like a long time, right? We'll do six seconds of silence. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> is it done? Were you counting? That's six seconds. <laughs> Is that a lot? I felt lonely in those Right, it was seconds. scary. Were you guys scared driving your car? <laughs> did you like touch your Did you feel scared? Did you think your phone died? <laughs> but he just continues to not be comforting or willing to see her side at all, which is so crazy. He has no accountability. And then Ella B goes to chat to Whitney and Ella and she is just like sobbing. Like it's more than I really thought we would get from her in terms of emotion. And she's crying so much. Her eyelash extensions are just flaking the fuck off oh, her no. face. Oh no. Like Mitch made you lose your eyelash extensions. And Honestly she though, she probably probably <laughs> should have got a little bit harder to wash them all the way off. But <laughs> And Mitch just acts like, aw, why do these things happen to me? Why are the girls doing this to me? Right. Messy Mitch. Yep. And then we get Molly and Zach's date and they are at this like mansion, which is kind of like spooky. No. Mm. Oh, my God. That'd be so cool. Can we go ghost hunting for their <laughs> oh final day. Oh, my God. My final day with Zach Bagans. <laughs> <laughs> From Ghost Hunters? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I thought you said who's that? <laughs> no, I said. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I've. Mistook that for something else. Zach Baggins would honestly probably sweep up at the villa. Oh my god! You With think? His freaking spiked up fauxhawk and his boot cut jeans. <laughs> his jeans are way dude, more than and boot his cut. tap out shirt, dude. Yeah. His affliction clothes. That'd yeah. be so sick. Yeah, it's almost the time of year when I just start watching nothing but ghost hunters. <laughs> you know, you know, it'd be so cool when he got a tan line for his uh, sweatbands on his wrist. <laughs> Uh, but the the mansion is kind of like Barbie-esque because like everything around there is pink and it's set up like there's going to be a huge fucking party. But it's just Molly and Zach who walk in. Um, but they go and they chat in this. Uh, and it wasn't creepy? It no. wasn't spooky? No, it wasn't spooky at all. It was very Barbie. Sounds spooky to me. Well, it wasn't. And I don't know how to convince you otherwise. But they <laughs> sit down and they uh, they have like sushi. They do the chat about their journey and their connection. And they make their choice for least compatible. And they choose Mitch and Ella B. Obvi. And Zach ends the date telling Molly he loves her. And he says he's known it for a long time. Back at the villa, Jess pulls Mitch and... Again, this is another instance where we see Jess or, and or Sammy getting involved in other people's problems, but in a way that it looks good for them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
And Mitch says he is pissed off about what has happened. Like, these are your words, babe. This didn't happen to you. And he says it's the girl's fault pretty much for talking to Ella B and not coming to him. He's like, when you heard that, you should have come to me and warned me about my words. But instead, what does that mean? You went to Ella B. Hey, hey, just be careful because you said the, a thing. <laughs> well, he wanted, he expected the girls to have this like loyalty to tell him that his words are going around. Well, his favorite thing to do is like, Whitney, you <laughs> and I are best friends in here. When I when I came back, I was excited to see you and only and you. only you. <laughs> Just tells him to take some time and talk to the boys about it and then speak to Ella. And he says he doesn't want to and he can't be arsed with it. Piece of shit. Well, he should be knobbed with it because that's what he is, a knobhead. Damn. Boom roasted. Um, at night, we see Molly and Zach come back while everyone's getting ready. They separate to tell their groups about the date and dropping the album. And while getting ready for the night, Ella gets a text and her and Tyreek are going on their date next. So they're just like cranking these things out. Cranking these hogs? Um, No. Uh, granted, it's one more date than they normally do. I think they normally only do four. Mm-hmm. But at this point, they're doing five. Um, And Ella asks Zach, Ella B asks Zach for the exact words that Mitch said in the bedroom. And he does the thing that I can't fucking stand where he goes, what bedroom? And she's like, the bedroom where the he only told one. you the thing. And he's like, well, what did he say? And she's like, well, he said it's just too good to be true. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. I hate it. I can't stand Zach. Such a dumbass. Apparently he's handsome, though. Apparently he's uh, cute. Apparently. Um, and then we see Mitch and Molly chat. And Mitch is very mad at Molly that she spoke to Whitney because that has started all of this. So Mitch chats to Molly and he is mad at her that she spoke to Whitney, which I think is part of the reason we see later Mitch kind of flip on Molly, who's been like, you know, Molly and Zach have been his BFFs. Mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of starts here that he's like over her because uh, he's very mad that she spoke to somebody else about what he said. And again, he takes no accountability at all. Next, Mitch and Ella B chat. And he speaks more about having, like, a bad past with his exes, and it's all too good to be true. And she says, if we're in a couple, you talk to me about your doubts, not everyone else. And she says, again, that it's not nice what he said, and she should be looking at him the way that he's looking at her. Because she's like, I haven't played you you have played dirty in this game. That is so fair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's honestly, she's like, why Why am I here with you? <laughs> why are we having this discussion at all about right. you thinking I'm fake Who do you think you are? <laughs> but finally, he does say he's sorry, and he says more that he's just so scared. He's mm. just a scary little guy. As Tyreek would say. (laughs) (laughs) And he asks what she wants to do and how she wants to move forward. And she doesn't exactly answer, but she does say that she doesn't want to be with somebody who won't be honest with her about how they feel. And he says he wants them to get back to normal. And honestly, they kind of seem to. And next we go to Ellen Tyreek's date, which is in like... I almost thought they just went outside of this villa, but I do think it's a different villa that they went outside of, although okay. I don't know for certain. 
Uh, and there is a table and there are like uh, people on like bongo drums and stuff. And these people are and then there's other people who are like dance fighting. Capoeira. Oh, yeah. Ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Bob's Burgers. You don't remember the capoeira oh, guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he like hits Bob with his ponytail, <laughs> um, but they watch the uh, the fight dancers and then they sit down for dinner. Also, when they describe this later, because the um, you know how the hashtags always kind of allude to what the date is going to be. Yeah, it was something about fire because at first I thought they were fire dancers because there is fire around, like some, like torches and stuff, and there are like hearts that are on fire. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but a lot of the time in the UK, when they describe like a heart, they call it a love heart. Yeah. Because they were like, there were burning love hearts everywhere. That's like a British thing. Isn't that kind of weird? Um, kind of different? Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but I they... guess because they're like, that's not how hearts look. <laughs> well, sure. But nobody thinks that it is. I, I didn't realize that until two days ago. I have an anatomical heart tattooed on me. So you do, and it's squirting blood everywhere. Squirting. Um, they do the thing where they I sit- didn't like that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 I was trying to move it. <laughs> uh, they talk about their journey and their connection, and then they choose their least compatible as Mitch and Ella B, as is tradition. <laughs> in front of God and country. Exactly. Uh, we see Ellen and Tyreek arrive back to the villa. They tell everyone that they are uh, boyfriend and girlfriend now because they did forget to say that, but they are now boyfriend and girlfriend. Even do they, though, but we don't love each other anymore. No, we switched. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do both at once. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everyone's very excited for them. And at bedtime, we see nothing but loved up couples. And then episode Including Mitch and LB? Yeah. They're back to normal. That's so crazy. I know it. They're like, well, what are you going to do? We can stop pretending in a week. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then episode 54 opens on the very next morning. And Ella B says that since speaking to Mitch, she feels a lot better. And the girls still kind of question her about him. And she just believes the fact that he, like his whole interpretation of it or what he says is he never said fake. He just said too good to be true. Uh, so that's what she believes now, that he didn't call her fake, which he undoubtedly did twice. Okay. Um, I was going to ask. Is the, he yeah, this is not like a, I don't remember thing. He definitely called her fake. But she is believing that he just said it was all too good to be true. So I guess she's just as dumb as him. I don't know. And uh, Molly says that her final date with Zach, uh, things got a lot deeper and the date meant a lot. Ella is also reflecting on her date, and she says she's so happy to be Tyreek's first ever girlfriend, and she's on cloud nine. And then Lockin gets a text, and they are going on their final date. And I think we should read into the fact here, maybe, that this was the order of the dates. Did they tell us something? What do you mean? The order of the dates. Mm. What were the order of the dates? Uh... Mitch and Ella B. Yep. Molly and Zach. Yep. Um, Tyreek and Ella. Uh. Whitney and Lockett. <gasps> Jess and Sarah. <gasps> he was right in front of us the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that so crazy? No way. I wonder yeah. if that was on purpose. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. <laughs> well, how would they? When do they? No. 
No, I mean, I guess they couldn't have, right? Unless that's the Illuminati thing. Like, Ooh, the you, Illuminati Well, you know, you know, like, everyone is like, oh, look at all these movies have Illuminati symbols. And then, like, everyone's argument is like, okay, if this... If the Illuminati is real and they're really a secret organization, like, why would they drop little hints in movies? Right. And then their argument to that is, well, it's because they, they can. Yes, exactly. Because they <laughs> like to fuck with you. <laughs> so if like if the votes end right before they announce the winners, but they fuck with you. Sussy. By showing you the dates three days before. <gasps> oh, I believe. I'm a believer. <laughs> because of this. A cue was right the whole time. <laughs> Listen to my cue drops. Okay. Next. <laughs> we have a chat between Ella and Mitch. And uh, it's more of the same. Besides Mitch having the nerve to call Ella daft for saying that if he has doubts about her now, how will it be on the outside because of his past? And he's such a dick. She's, this is Mitch? This is Mitch. The one who is now okay and and was saying, I'm so sorry? Yeah, but she's like, well, how do I know how, like, if you won't do something like this again on the outside? And he's like, you'd be daft to think that. Fucking piece of shit. I can't. Um, he's a fucking goofball. And then Sammy gets a text, and it's time to give the boys a secret mission for the girls where they have to get them to, you know, like, do these, like, certain things. So the first thing is somebody has to make a weird smoothie and make all of the girls drink it. They assign that to Zach. Uh, somebody has to make up a new word and decide what it means. They give that to Mitch because he no one is better at bullshitting. Actually, he's terrible he's at bullshitting. He's terrible at bullshitting. <laughs> but he thinks he's good, so the confidence will go far. Um, they have to get one of the girls to do their hair and then that person has to complain about it and get another girl to restyle it, which they give to Sammy. And then the last person has to get a girl to massage their feet for 30 seconds. That's Tyreek. Uh, and that's where the lotion comes that's in. That's where the lotion comes He thought it was ranch. I thought it was ranch dressing. <laughs> that's so disgusting. I got toe sucking on the mind, I guess. <laughs> we see Wendy and Locken's date, and she got her dream date on a yacht. And she got the yacht date, which is so crazy. Because, like I said, they've been kind of teasing the whole, like, yacht date thing for a while. Everyone mm -hmm. wants a date on a yacht. And then they always kind of, like, fall short It's always like deliver. Love Island would love to do a date on a yacht. But they're too broke, so we're just on the, we're just <laughs> oh, on the beach. you went French. I didn't try to. You went kind of Medi there. Remember Medi? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they have some champagne. He's conducting trains. <laughs> uh, they get some champagne and some seafood. Uh, they talk about their journey and their connection. Locken says that he sees himself falling for her and he sees her becoming his girlfriend. But he does not say either of those things are true at the present time. Mm. And their compatibility choice is Mitch and Ella, of course. Back at the villa, we see the boys underway with their secret plans. So Mitch says to Molly that he is sub crackled and he says that is when you're like something but not something. How like, oh, you're tired, but you're also not tired. And she says that sounds like bullshit, <laughs> which I appreciated. She's like, you just made that up. Didn't you? <laughs> yeah, because he's like, oh, it's a thing like it's a regional thing from like around where I'm from. And she's like, I'm from like 15 minutes from him. No one ever fucking says sub crackled. 
It's an interesting choice, though. It's a good, honestly, though, that's a good gambit it's to not be a like bad try to be like it's a regional thing. You say it to Jess, though. Don't say it to right. Molly. Yeah, say it to freaking Ella, the the Scottish woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, say it to her. Um, and so Sammy's up next, and he asks Ella to curl his hair uh, because I guess she has done it before. She's kind of helped him uh, with his hair. And Ella does not want to. She is like laying there and she's not interested. Yeah, you like she's selfish or something. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, but eventually she does and she goes upstairs and helps him out a little. And then he goes over to Jess and Ella B and he says he doesn't like the way that Ella did it. And they talk and they kind of joke about like straightening his hair. And I guess I miss if this even happened. I guess Ella B kind of like what do they say tousles is that the word tossles tossles she like tossled his hair a little bit and like flipped it around and he considered it restyled so he was like great i did it and he like runs away <laughs> all right i didn't even notice that she really did it um and then tyreek tells molly that because zach lost at rock paper scissors uh that she has to massage his feet for 30 seconds Wait, what? He says uh, that the person who lost their girl, <laughs> or so... was it the other way? I don't know. I was going to say, that doesn't, <laughs> and that worked? <laughs> <laughs> it worked. And I mean, well, it worked as well as it did. I mean, you saw Molly says like, okay, yeah. And then she proceeds to dump the entire bottle on Tyreek's foot. I'm sorry. And... How did that work though? <laughs> That's like, again, I, I love to use you guys as an analogy, but that's like if I go up to you and be like, Josh lost a bet. Now you have to massage my feet. You'd be like, Absolutely Josh not. could go give fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're different. You're normal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're proving my point. I feel like she is such a simp. Molly. Molly is such a simp for Zach that she would massage another yeah, man's Yeah, because Zach feet. was standing right there. You think she's going to say no in front of Zach? <laughs> Dang. Well, maybe Zach is a foot cuck. Maybe. There's always somebody with a foot fetish in there. Always. Someone mentioned a foot a fetish, foot right? A foot cuck? Yeah. <laughs> Where he loves watching his, his girl give another man a foot massage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't because she... I mean, you saw the photo of how much lotion was on that foot. And... um. She obviously her hands, her almost up her entire arms were eventually covered with it. And like him all the way up to his kneecaps by her trying to rub this in. Jeepers. And Zach was like, you are not getting in bed with me. This is I cannot do this with you. And she was just like sitting there like playing with it. <laughs> it was honestly a very like kind of cute moment for Molly. Um, next, Zach makes a smoothie, and it includes sweet corn, okay, ice cream, okay, pineapple, okay, ketchup. Honestly, I was with it until I the ketchup. I was almost at one point too. I was like, corn ice cream doesn't seem sweet that bad. Corn sweet corn ice cream corn ice is cream? delicious. I, was I like, can, I can. Oh, you've had confirm. it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love corn. Uh, it's the big pineapple lump would throw me off for sure because, like, obviously corn i like corn and i like pineapple i don't think i would like the two of those things together have you ever had pineapple corn salsa <laughs> no obviously <laughs> considering what i just said delicious is it yeah it's with a big ketchup? lump of knobs with ketchup ketchup is throwing me off i won't lie yeah that's where it kind of really goes wrong but ella molly and ella b all try the smoothie but jess refuses to 
And because of this, because Ella then gets a text and says that the boys have all been doing their undercover assignments. And for the first time in Love Island history with these secret assignments, they fail. Mm. And they don't get the, you know, quote unquote party. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what I will say that we didn't have the baby challenge this um, this season. And I liked, I don't remember if it was last season or the season before, but you remember when they had the little baby party at the end of it? I think yeah. it was season eight. That was kind of fun. I didn't mind the baby party. Yeah. I kind of missed that. Um, And then Sammy and Jess bicker about Jess not trying the smoothie. (laughs) Because you can tell that Sammy's a little bit sore that, like, they didn't win because his thing didn't, like, kind of. Well, actually, no, that was Zach's thing. But I guess because his partner didn't agree to do the thing. And then at night, we see Locken and Whitney come back from their date while everyone's getting ready, and they separate to tell everyone about their date, and then Jess gets a text that her and Sammy are going on their date. And we see them arrive to a mansion courtyard type of deal. As you predicted, there was a courtyard. Mm-hmm. And in the courtyard, there are a bunch of ballroom dancers, and there is also an enormous clock. The clock is important later. It's kind of ominous, almost. Uh, but th- uh, there's also a string trio. So there's a string trio at the front in front of the clock and a bunch of ballroom dancers. So when they get there, they join all the dancing, and eventually the crowd clears out, and they sit at the table in the courtyard. They have dinner and champagne, and they do the chat that everyone does. They make their compatibility choice, which is Mitch and Ella B, of course. And then the clock starts chiming. And it was, like, very ominous, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Like, it just happened out of nowhere. Uh, And then they have one more dance where the string trio is magically back. And then that is the end of all of our final dates. You didn't watch a lick of them. How do you feel? I feel like I... (laughs) <laughs> am fine with not with not having watched them that's fine also but you're watching the next ones okay you we'll had no see. you had i'll no... chop my power lines just to get out of it <laughs> no i'm not doing this again or it's only me and then when everyone's back at the villa we see some of the couples chatting about their dates and making their choice for the vote Mitch and Ella B say well mitch asks Ella B if she thinks that other people have been voting for them and she says, yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, we aren't stupid. I'm not stupid. I'm big and I'm smart and I'm not a knobhead. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I know. I think that's the thing that stuck with him for so long. And Ella B says that she thinks that they're ready for the outside world. Uh, Mitch's face does not inspire confidence in that statement. Uh, but you'll just have to trust me on that. Um, And Jess and Sammy come back from their date and they talk to everyone else. And before the date, they had asked Jess earlier this morning about if she was going to drop the album on her date. And she's like, "Mm, I might. It just kind of depends. And when she comes back, she tells them, she's like, I just wasn't ready to say I love you. Like, I didn't have that moment, Mm. which I think is another reason that people were like, is Jess still in it? Because like Mm -hmm. some of the people in our live were like very concerned about if Jess still liked Sammy. Yeah. Interesting. Very, very, very interesting. <clears throat> and then we have episode 56, uh, which is the episode that you watched with me. Welcome back to the recap, my friend. I'm here. <laughs> um, and it opens the next morning. All of our lovebirds enjoying one of their last mornings in the villa. And all of the debriefs are finally happening together because there are only 
five of them at this point. And most of the chats that we see thus and like moving forward is all just like kind of those chats about like, I'm so happy and like our journey has been so great and I'm so glad I'm in here with you and all of that stuff. But we do see Ella B and Mitch chat about their choice for least compatible and they both regret choosing Whitney and Locken. Mm-hmm. And they think that they should have voted for Zach and Molly because Zach does not drive. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so <laughs> crazy, but it totally makes sense to me. Didn't we talk about him maybe having like a big spoiler on yeah. like a Civic? Yeah. Turns out the spoiler's just floating in midair. Oh man, that spoiler needs a home. <laughs> Give him a Civic. Why doesn't he drive, I wonder? I don't know. Well, he lives in the city, I think, is a thing. He, like, lives in London. Mm. So he's probably all okay, that makes on sense. the public transportation. So the reason that it, that it matters, I guess, that they say... But uh, also, trains are, like, everywhere. Right. Yeah, but their there. point in being, like... And I struggle to say their point, but what he's trying to say in Zach not driving is that they live far away. Right. So he's like, he can't just go visit her. <clears throat> and Mitch says that he trusts that Zach is all in, but not Molly. Very, very interesting. It's almost like he's lashing out. Kind of. As somebody who like crossed before. him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Molly gets a text and it's time for sports day. And Molly and Ty are our team captains. Molly is the blue team and she chooses Ella B, Locken, Mitch, and Jess. And Ty is the red team, chooses Sammy, Whitney, Zach, and Ella. And poor Ella is chosen last by her own partner. How sad. <laughs> she wasn't even chosen. She was the only option. That's true. And everyone gets geared up for their team, and they get started on the first game, which is the egg spoon race. <laughs> How red won is so crazy, because blue is, like, way ahead. They were, like, a whole person ahead. Mm-hmm. And then Lockin fumbles the bag. Dude. Well, I don't even think he did. He was going at, like, a good pace, I feel like. But Zach, like, sprints at the end. It's crazy. And we have the potato sack race. Uh, Sammy does a barrel roll at one point, which was two barrel rolls. Yeah, which was really um, impressive. And blue wins. Next is tug of war. Red wins easy. And finally, the three legged race, which is kind of bullshit because they have like a scrunchie around their legs practically. So like it moves with them. Yeah, it was their the sweatband, the head sweatband. Yeah, it was very like this doesn't make a you got to tie those some bitches off. Yeah, they could move so they could like move with their legs in different at different paces and there would have been nothing that happened. And Red wins, but they took out Ella in the process. (laughs) They like knocked her clear off her feet. Uh, And we see the teams kind of debrief. Mitch thinks the game was unfair, obviously, because he lost. And Red is absolutely eating up that win. Not as bad as last season. There weren't as bad like winners and losers. I know. There was, who was the really sore one last season? <sighs> I can't remember. Tom. Because yeah. Tom was really easy to make mad as a loser. He was yeah. a terrible loser. Even so, I can't remember who it was, but they took it way too far. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see that Ella is not in a good mood, right? Yeah, because she got fucking slide tackled by her boyfriend. <laughs> but also, it seems like there were probably a bunch of different things that are just putting her not in a good mood. Maybe because she was picked last. Maybe because she got knocked the fuck out. But she's not in a good mood. And Tyreek is, like, pushing her to, like, say, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And she's like, 
because he's like, listen, communication. We're in a relationship now. Communication needs to be key. And she's like, I'm just not in a good mood. Like, I don't want to talk. I'm just not Mm -hmm. feeling it. And he's the way he acts is like so frustrating. It's so high and mighty. Like he's because here's the thing. If if you want to communicate, if that's your goal to communicate, right? right? And your partner is saying, I'm in a bad mood. I'm not going to be very effective at communicating. Right. Right. The wrong thing to do (laughs) is bully her into trying to communicate because you know what that makes it worse yeah it made it it, he definitely made her mood even worse and then whitney comes over trying to give advice which like with peace and love you know that we love whitney so much but there is no advice that's needed in this situation and even if there was she gave the wrong one sometimes people are just in bad moods and other people don't need to get involved and they just need space Mm -hmm. that's it or even if she didn't want space from tyreek if he probably would have just like physically been there next to her and not said anything, not said anything, I bet she would have moved on eventually. Because that's the thing too. Before Whitney came over, it ended with him saying "shut up" and then walking away. Yeah, and then Ella goes back to chat with Tyreek. They just continue to bicker. Um, and then at one point he's like. You should have just told me that you were in a bad mood. He's like, all you needed to say was, I'm in a bad mood. She's <laughs> like, I said it 12 times. I said it so much, which she did. She just yeah. kept on repeating. I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> and I get that they want, like, growth in their relationship and, like, communication. But, like, th- this just, like, isn't that. Yeah. Okay. So a TikTok went viral about the whole Jonah Hill thing. Oh, yeah. Because it was... It was kind of a wrong take, in my opinion, and I think in a lot Go of people's on. opinions, where the woman was like, unironically, she's like, this is why men shouldn't ha- take therapy, because they just weaponize therapy speak, which, oh. to be fair, is what he was doing, but like the answer is not to not have men take therapy. Right. The answer is to have better... Th- men have better therapists, I think. But um, this kind of felt like that. Where he's like, oh, it's all about communication, communication. Yeah. But you're like, you're just saying a word, but you're still being a dick. Right. Like, you're not, you're not, communication is a two-way street. Yeah, and you're, you're not receiving her communication and yeah, you're ignoring it. Exactly. You're not, you're not being an active participant <laughs> in, like, honest and open communication right, right. now. Right. So. Yeah, it annoying. was frustrating to watch. And I don't think that this helped them, obviously. In the and, of course, he walked away again because he's like, she's like. I did say I'm a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood. And he said, if you're just going to lie to me, then I don't want to talk to you. Oh, my God. Saying that she's a liar? Bro. He looked like what? such a fucking idiot. They both end telling the other one, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, not a great way. I mean, I've been there. Like, what if I've been in a, a... I think my husband and I have had, like, one, maybe two fights where we've, like, ended it by being like, hey, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a... Like, that's kind of like a heavy way to end an argument. Right. Um. But, hey, was it <laughs> two months into a relationship <laughs> and a week after your last big fight? Um, Nor. Okay. <laughs> and then at night, we get some montages of the couples being loved up. It's more of the same. And Maya Jama comes in. And to the fire pit we go. And she reveals the two couples who Hair were- curly. Hair curly. Loved the curly hair, honestly. I loved it. 
but she reveals the two couples who were voted least compatible by the um by the other islanders and she reveals the votes you voted for you you voted for you correct yeah and uh mitch and ella b and Locken and whitney as we know so the public vote is revealed and ella b and mitch are dumped and we have our final four announced but they did this fun thing, though, because, like I said, they, they said, you voted for you, you voted for you. Uh-huh. And Mitch was having, like, a pissy, like, <laughs> okay face every single time. <laughs> and then when they said that Mitch and Ella B voted for Whitney and Lockin, <laughs> Lockin was like, how could you? I know. Clearly joking. It was a funny moment, though. It kind mm-hmm. of, like, broke the tension that Mitch was putting out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so everyone gets up to hug and say goodbye to Ella and Mitch. And Mitch makes all the boys. <laughs> They're like up there packing and Mitch makes all the boys come back outside and sit down at the fire pit so he oh can my God, dude. tell them all how much they're all best friends he had, forever. Like, f- four goodbye speeches. Yeah, it was so it was so Mitch though, and it was so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. He's gonna see them in like two seconds. I know. Uh, we see Jess and Mitch sit together on the balcony and he tells her that he really wants her and Sammy to win and that she is uh, his best mate in there, especially since he wrote off Molly. <laughs> um, and then Mitch and Ella B say their final goodbyes and we see our finalists going to bed together for the last time. Mm-hmm. And then we have our finale, which we again, we had our. Uh, our lovely live. And if you guys actually want to see our full reactions to everything, uh, the reel is up with the full episode that we watched. It was like 70 minutes long. It was longer than I thought it was going to end up being. Yeah. Um, but that is on our Instagram at not friendship Island pod. Mm-hmm. So we won't get into, I mean like the finales are what they are. There yep. are a lot of montages, montages yep. and looks back, but um, you know, everyone looked really good. Zach looked. Zach wears a suit weird, and that's just he looked like he was wearing his dad's suit. <laughs> yeah, or like he went to a fancy restaurant and they're like, "Sorry, it's you have to wear. A coat. You have to wear a loner coat." Yeah. <laughs> everyone looked really good. I think Jess looked the best. Mm-hmm. Like the red dress, the full length, the whole thing. She looked beautiful. Absolutely. And I'll be honest, I kind of think Sammy was wearing the suit the best. Yeah. He looked good, too. And so we get our speeches, which were pretty much what you'd expect, except, you know, we do get some declarations. Sammy says, I love you. He does. And, and that's just, just like another back. another tick on the the, the <laughs> checklist of how to try to win. Yeah. And I mean, hey, the polls were still open, so you got to hustle. Mm hmm. And then we get our winners. So in fourth place, we had Molly and Zach. Yes. Yes. Which I think I actually predicted this in the live. Uh, Hey, if you go back and you listen, let me know if that is true. Third place was Tyreek and Ella, which you were spoiled for. Uh, Yeah, I went to (laughs) post something on Instagram and I opened it and I saw third place and I said, fuck it. I threw my phone across the room. And our second place and then our winners, this shocked us because everyone was like so certain it was not going to be what it was. And how it stacked up is Sammy and Jess are our winners and Whitney and Lockin got second place. And I simply cannot believe it. People on Instagram, Mm -hmm. not stoked. I'm very surprised. Everyone's like, wow, you really don't want a black person to win. (laughs) 
Whitney was so like locked and loaded. No pun intended, but she was kind of locked and loaded as our winner from like weeks ago. And I don't know. And that never faltered. Yeah. I mean, she stayed in the top of the polls. I don't know if it was like the fight with Ella that knocked her down a little bit. The whole smug thing. I mean, I think that she recovered from that pretty well. I think it was obvious that the fight that she had with Ella was just what it was, which was just like a sisterly bickering kind of, I hate to call it like a cat fight, but that's like, you know, it reminds me of me arguing with my sister and just trying to go as low as I can. Right. Um, so it just kind of felt like that. I don't know what it was that made the people turn on Whitney because she has been so beloved through the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Jess and Sammy are our winners, which I think is a shock to us all. I know. I'm trying to find the percentage of votes. I didn't even think that was a possibility. <laughs> I know. We thought that they wouldn't even make it to the finale. But, you know, knowing with hindsight, going back and recapping this episode, it's it was like under the lens of knowing that there are winners. I feel like you start to see little things. That date we thing. Know. The, the order of the dates, man. Crazy. That's, I don't think that's a coincidence. Call me, you know, take my tinfoil hat off. But. <laughs> I never would take your tinfoil hat off. Good. Don't touch it. That's why I keep my brainwaves in and the aliens <laughs> out. So that's the end of Love Island UK season 10. I mean, we'll be back for the reunion. Of course, you'll hear from us. And of course, we're doing Love Island USA season five right now. Yeah. And I mean, if you're an avid UK lover, I get it. I'm the same way. But this US season is not bad. It's pretty good. And I hate to be like, you know, like that. But I do think we're making it even more fun. Yeah. So. Some people even say they don't they're not even watching the show but they're listening to we our show. We love you for that, guys. Um and I I'll, I'll say this, I said this on the live and I'll say it right <laughs> here. I think this season of Love Island USA has the absolute hottest islander I've ever seen. Yeah, rivaled only by India. Yeah. I think surfa- surpassing India though. KK when KK listen, <laughs> if you're not watching, just watch episode 12. <laughs> when she when she goes into the hideaway and she she's like such beautiful dark skin she's and she's wearing like this really bright, bright red, red lingerie and I'm just like dude she's unreal I want to see her naked <sighs> anyway if she wants me to right yeah but no, she does because remember we're crowdsourcing <laughs> what I'm saying right. DM, DM us yeah. on Instagram because I'm gonna DM her on Instagram <laughs> as soon as she's out of the villa. And I need to know what to say. <laughs> How do I shoot my shot? Anyways, that's the end, guys. What Holistically, what do you think of this season? Honestly, it feels like even though I don't think we got the winners we wanted, mm-hmm. stepping back and looking at this season as a whole, I think it will be one of the greats. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the past, I've only watched, this is my third season, right? Of Third UK. season of UK, yep. The past two seasons, the post-Casa slump is fucking hard, and I yeah. didn't feel that at all this season. No, they, I mean, the producers did a good job, and our Islanders did a good job. Mm-hmm. The, You know, they gave us the Grafties, which I think was amazing. Yeah, it's basically just movie night, the sequel. <laughs> it is. So I think that they did an excellent, excellent job. Yeah. 
can we say our favorite? Do we end there? Oh it, my God! It's yeah, are all over favorites. Whitney and Lockett. Whitney and Lockett, the people's champion. I think that you know, if the people didn't crown them, we will. And um, I think I don't know. What? I don't know. I think maybe the people did. I I'm just waiting for those. Whoa! I'm just waiting for those vote percentages. The tinfoil hat is if they still ha- on. If they have the balls to say, I guess we'll see. They have the stones. But they are the winners on It's Not Friendship Island. Mm-hmm. Tell us, tell us where to send the 50k, babe. <laughs> no. Because we got you. <laughs> That's it. Yep. We'll, well see thank you guys you, for the yeah. reunion. Thank you guys so much for listening to to not only this episode but the season. Be sure to rate and review us on any platform that you listen and follow us on Instagram at Love Island not Love Island Pod. Not Friendship Island. Not Pod. Friendship Island Love. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Okay, bye. Bye.